welcome to the Classy and Confident in Christ podcast. I hope everybody is having an amazing Friday. Happy holidays to y'all. I pray that you all are doing well. I came here to remind you all to hang on to that last reflection that was spoken over your life or the vision that God has given you. In due season, that's my favorite season of all four. It's actually five seasons. Due season is when things come into fruition that God has promised you. So make sure you are waiting patiently, waiting effectively, waiting and being productive and working on yourself or working on the things God has given you, that task God has given you while the things that you desire come to pass. And remember, what is for you is for you. You don't have to waver. You don't have to change your mind. You don't have to be persuaded. As I get older, I do things and I tell myself, if it is meant, it is meant. If it's not, then God redirect my path to something better. Because there's no point in dwelling on something that is not for you. Or maybe it is not the season for you to to be in that environment or that situation or at that job or in that relationship. But in due season, God will assign you to that task and that moment and in that season when he feels that you are equipped to handle this thing or that thing. I always use my apartment story as a reference. I remember if you're new or never heard the story, I wanted to get my own apartment when I turned 19. And typically when you turn 18, you think you're grown, but you're not. But I didn't get my first apartment until I was 25 years old and my apartment happened to be overseas. That's my first apartment. So God had a bigger plan for me in 2012 I'm sorry in 2017 versus 2012 so I had to just be humble and be grateful for what I had I still had a roof over my head you know God saw fit when I was suitable or he felt that I was well equipped to live on my own And if you're in that unmarried season or waiting for your future husband or your future wife, you know, God knows what he's doing. You know, majority of the time, we have control over our relationship. You know, God gives us free will. He doesn't particularly tell us to to get into that relationship you can ask him and he's going to tell you yes or no if he tells you no then you just gotta you gotta go with the (laughs) you gotta take it for the team no he tells you no for a reason because he can foresee what may happen if you stay in that relationship and a lot of times we see people who have children with somebody that they thought would take care of their child or it would be nice to have kids with 
and that's not always the case like they love their children but they hate I'm sorry not to say hate they dislike the person they had children with but God gives us free will so our relationships when we're waiting on our spouse we have to wait actively we have to do things that can better our relationship we can learn how to date ourselves go on a date with Jesus we can learn how to build friendships and care for others and serve others part of being in marriage or the marriage ministry is that you're serving one another you are trying to have a you have a purpose in their lives you know and the purpose of marriage is to fulfill God's promises in a um, covenant a two three brand cord not easy broken when you have God in the center of your relationship in the center of your marriage it's funny when I do something I say God let your will be done because if this is planned for my life God will make the path he will create the path for me if the thing I want or the thing I applied for is not for me he's going to get me rejected or you know things happen in order for me to see you know God's rejection is I'm sorry yep if God's rejection is or men's rejection is God's protection so you can't beat yourself up if something does not go the way that you wanted it to be I always say in relationships when something happens between you and that person like everything just falls to pieces when it's not God ordained you know stuff can fall to pieces sometimes in a healthy marriage or I think y'all understand what I'm saying. You know, stuff happens in marriage. But if something or the relationship or the job is not for you, stuff is just going to keep happening, especially when you did outside of God's will. And then you realize, like, this was not for me. I didn't ask God for his permission. So when you don't ask for God's permission, everything just goes haywire. God's way gets God's results. So you can do it your way and you'll get man results. That's why it's so important to wait on the Lord. In Isaiah 40 and 31 it says, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall run up. I'm sorry, they shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So in other words, it is better to wait on God than to do things on your own because you don't know what God wants you to do in between the time of preparation or in between the time of the next season that he wants to put you in. If you're preparing for marriage, 
you are going to learn how to serve other people. You're going to learn how to listen to other people. You are going to learn how you react to certain situations and how you need to either be quiet or speak up depending on what has happened to you in the past. That's how you respond to things. And when you're preparing for marriage and you ask God to prepare you for marriage, he will identify things that you need to work on or he will show you what you need to work on. So when you work on those things, you are becoming a better person for your husband. So you have to make sure that whatever you do is for God's will for your life. The longer you spend with the wrong person, the wrong job, wrong car, it will hold you up from your destiny. It's when you don't trust God and saying, I trust myself and Lord, I don't care about what you have in store for me. I don't care about the blessings you have in store for me because I trust my own judgment. And the the younger me was like, I'm going to do stuff on my own. And it didn't turn out the way I wanted it to be. You know, my mom always said, watch God work. When I've been rejected and mistreated by people, watch God work. And he will make your enemies your footstool. One of my favorite verses are Psalm 23 and 5. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. So, despite what you've gone through, God always shows a way that the enemy will see what God is doing in your life. So you don't have to worry about other people because because God takes care of you. When you serve a mighty God, he will take care of you. And I'm not talking about these lowercase G's. I'm talking about the big G. You watch things come into fruition of your life. You know, they mistreated you. But you get the best treatment from the man of your dreams. You know, they spoke negative about you. Somebody's going to speak highly of you. And I know times can be rough. And when we get that blessing, it's like, Lord, I don't deserve it. What did I do to deserve this? The love you had for us is unmatched. You got to realize that no love is greater than the love of God. Yes, your mama love you, your daddy love you, boyfriend, your friends love you. But the love of God surpasses all things. If nobody else don't love you, remember that God loves you. He loves you enough to wake you up this morning. And he loves you enough to let a son of his die on a cross. One of the sisters of Mary Mary said, Anything above the 
death on a cross is a blessing because God didn't have to bless us. Jesus didn't have to do anything, but he died for our sins. That's amazing that someone would do that for us. Like, what are, who are we to complain about the house we live in, the car we drive, the school we go to, you know, our family, when this man died on the cross so we could live? If that ain't love, then <laughs> I don't know what is, y'all. So back to what I was saying So there's been times in my life where somebody has planted a seed and I'm like, I should have listened to my first mind or I should never did that, you know, and you listen to these people. Sometimes it comes from the heart depending on that person but other times y'all people speak out on fear fear lives in their heart and in their spirit that they feel the need to um speak death in front of you even if it's not really saying die negative things are like death this thing about eating a bad fruit. When you eat bad fruit, you're going to get sick. You might get some diarrhea. You might throw up. You might feel nauseous. Because you inputted that negative seed in your temple. And that's why we got to watch the words we speak over our life. We got to watch the people uh, who speak over our lives. Are we... um? speaking life into each other are we speaking death into each other and I get it that that life and death is in the power of the tongue and I get it well well, I understand that life and death is the power of the tongue because I refrain from saying stuff that I don't need to say you know I think about stuff that I say I think about it because at the end of the day I don't want it biting me in the tail I said some stuff that that I feel so bad about because it was not of God. And some of those things have come into manifestation, you know. I'm, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I've done that. I apologize. But, y'all, make sure you have somebody in your life that speaks life over yourself. And remember, everybody can't pray for you. I had this conversation with my parents. And my dad was like, you should allow anybody to pray for you. And my mom and I were like, no. Because we know people. We know people who don't like us. Or they don't have a great heart to pray over us. It's a lot of people out there that will pray on your downfall. Um might say yeah even witches pray so be careful who you let speak life over you you know um if somebody say can you pray for me or 
I love some prayer. As long as you believe in the name of Jesus, <laughs> you'll be all right with me. You gotta believe in Jesus if you want to pray over me. You can't, and you can't be doing all this witchcraft, and you know you can't be serving two gods. Okay, we serve the God who Isaac served and Abraham served. Okay, we don't got time for that. But anyway, like I was saying, what God has for you is for you. You can't let the naysayers get in your way. You can't let even your loved ones get in your way. Because like I said, like I said, what God has for you is for you. They didn't see that blueprint that god had showed before you they didn't see it and if you don't know what is for you ask god to show you he will show you in many ways he will show you through instagram he'll show you through text message he'll he'll show you through facebook he'll show you through a stranger he'll give you visions and dreams and he'll give you bible verses to show what he wants to say to you and it's it's shocking sometimes you're like are you talking to me yeah yeah, I'm talking to you daughter I'm talking to you son I am talking to you God has a sense of humor too I've heard stories where God will God will um, show you in funny ways I remember I was trying to find a church home and I'm just thinking like oh this is a coincidence and God was showing me through my books (laughs) he was showing me through my podcast he was showing me through my Facebook and I'm like okay God you really trying to tell me to go there okay okay and every time I have a doubt he will remind me I remember I went to go get some um, chicken with my mom and one of the hostesses had the book of my pastor. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, I get it. What is for me is for me. You know, a lot of people will talk about, well, this ain't for me because of X, Y, and Z and I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to deal with that. And that's their prerogative. That's what God had directed them to or maybe God was directing them to it and they just didn't listen you have to be obedient you know how our parents will say well you wasn't listening to me so therefore you have you can't do this or you can't do that you know sometimes or majority of times our parents tell us not to do something because it will affect us or it will hurt us in some shape or fashion so when they tell us not to do something it is for a reason when God tells us to get out that relationship it is for a reason or when God tells you to befriend somebody it is for a reason so my question with everything if I meet somebody I'm like okay I've met them for a reason so what is the reason that I am meeting with this person you know, I was at work the other day and y'all, 
I have a new route to work so it's not as close as my old spot and I'm like Lord I need to be on work at on time you know I don't want to have to use one of my policies so I'm like okay I need because honey I was lost I was mad because I went to the tow bridge and I was supposed to exit right honey I was mad and I said Lord Jesus please get me to where I need to go my clock in time was like two it was 229 229 I'm just like irritated I ain't went all the way around and it was a hot mess but I got on that employee shuttle and I made it at like <laughs> I think I got on the employee shuttle at like 207 and I had what 18 minutes to spare and I was just like hallelujah God you are amazing because I didn't think I was gonna get to work on time like oh it was that cringy feeling I don't like being late especially to work you know if it's something that I know is like oh it's gonna be an all-day thing you know I'll, I'll show up later but when it's a certain time where it will make or break you I need to be on time. I don't like being late for flights. I don't like being late for work. Man, who you telling? Who you telling? But anyway, uh, <laughs> that's why you gotta have a relationship with God. You gotta have a relationship with God, y'all. Because if you don't have a relationship with God, a lot of stuff is gonna stink. A lot of stuff is going to stink. How can you know if it's for you? You can try praying, fasting. God uses people as well. You could be like, oh, Lord, I need some money, for example. And Lord, the Lord our God will put somebody in your path to show you how to get the money if he doesn't... um, have somebody give you money or he blesses you with money he'll have somebody show you how to earn an additional income and also you usually have peace about something you don't have to second guess you don't have to be like god are you sure there's a peace about things god wants you to have just like my new place I don't know if I mentioned it earlier no I didn't mention it um so my new place the street name the main street name is Trinity and at first I'm like Lord do you want me at this place because my first initial thought of this place was like this is kind of ghetto but the Lord directed me here to this place and my old place I didn't feel so much peace it was it was not discomfort but it felt like I'm not supposed to be there but I moved there because it was convenient and y'all y'all can't move on something 
because it's convenient. If God meant for you to have it, you might have to go through some hurdles. And I know I said it might be peaceful, but at the end, it's supposed to be peaceful or have, you have a peace about it. But you will have to go through some hurdles because I had to go through hurdles for this place because the old place made it seem like I was being evicted y'all so my money was messed up I messed up my bank account so then it threw off my um my payment or my check so therefore I had to wait a couple days to get that check so while I went back home to Detroit you know for a couple days it's been my birthday there to come back to my place and there's a eviction notice on my door it was signed on my birthday so I'm glad I wasn't there on my birthday because I'd have been devastated so in the meantime between time I'm trying to find me a place before the first of November so like oh my goodness um I need to find me a place so I was in a rush I used my um I guess you can call her a realtor because she helps you she helps you find places or whatever in apartments I need to find a place and the Lord kept directing me here where I stay at now so the street is called Trinity so those who don't know or are not familiar it's the, no the Trinity is the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit and I'm like Lord why did I move here so it was kind of like a Trinity is like I said the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit so that was confirmation that I saw later on down the road so in the midst I asked God am I supposed to be here what does Trinity mean and I was driving one day I want to say I was going to Walmart or I believe it was Walmart and as I was driving these signs said Jesus saves I said oh wow you know it was just these these um, signs that you put in the grass and then the city that I live in is said home of the Trinity Trojans I said oh okay you know that is really stuck out to me so maybe um couple weeks later you know I was just inquisitive about okay Lord what about the Trinity and he led me to John 14 and 16 it says and I will pray the father he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because he seeth him not neither knoweth him but ye know him for he dwelleth in you, or with you, and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Yet a little while the world will see me, seeth me no more. But ye see me, because I live. Ye shall live also. And that day ye shall know that I am in my Father, and ye in me, that I am in you. He hath 
he ha that have of my commandments and keep them, he is that loveth me, and he that loveth me shall be loved of my father, and I will love him, and I will manifest him to myself. Yeah, I was like crying because that was just amazing to know that God is with you and in you. You know, if you seek him, you will find him. If you knock, he will answer. And sometimes God is silent because we have to learn these lessons ourselves or because he wants you to keep seeking him. So I just brought tears to my eyes that I have a great father who is there to comfort me when my earthly father can't comfort me when I have no one to talk to. I know that God is covering me when I go out into this world and there are um, things in the spiritual realm that tries to come up and attack me. But I know I serve a mighty God that protects me from hurt, harm, and danger. And on one of these episodes, I was saying how important it is to pray because you don't know what you're facing on a daily spiritually you might not be able to see these things that try to come up against you that's why it's important to pray 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 read your word if you don't understand it ask god for understanding there are times i don't understand especially when it comes to the book of numbers i want to find interest in the book of numbers but it's kind of hard for me to comprehend because it's all these tribes and whose son is who. But I thank God for me being allow allowing me to even reach out to this word. So one day I'll understand the book of Numbers. <laughs> but y'all, we have to know what's for us is for us. You know, sometimes we don't know. Sometimes we have to figure it out for ourselves. But God is in control. Remember that. Heavenly Father, tonight I pray that everybody listening will know what is for them. Who you have sent for them. Lord, we ask that you give them a spirit of discernment. And we come against the counterfeits, Lord. We ask that we have discernment when it comes to the counterfeits, rather it's a counterfeit apartment, counterfeit car. Lord, we ask that you strengthen us. Lord, we ask that you cover us. Lord, we ask that you reveal people's intentions to us before we fall for their ploys or the enemy's ploys, Lord. Lord, we cry out to you to know what is for us. Lord, we fast and we seek you, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. We ask that you strengthen our minds, you strengthen our hearts, Jesus, that we have faith to know that you are God. We ask that you be our comforter in tough times, Lord. Strengthen us in Jesus' name. We pray.